97.9 The Hill, WCHO, and the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media present Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. Sports Focus, dedicated to in-depth examination of issues of overriding importance in the sports world. Each week, we'll discuss problems and look for solutions in professional, collegiate, and amateur sports. From Carroll Hall on the Carolina campus, here's your host, UNC Journalism Professor Charlie Tuggle. Welcome to Sports Focus. Our topic today, the NC2A's ruling related to spring sports teams. Our guest, Jenny Levy, head coach of Carolina's women's lacrosse team. Jenny, let's go back, uh, it seems like forever ago, but to the day that you learned that your season was over. Where were you? How did you find out what was happening on that day? Well, thanks for having me. Um, and regardless of where we were and, and what we were doing, I would say that it was pretty emotional time for everybody uh, because our athletes have spent so much time for this, you know, preparing for the spring. Spring is definitely a time of celebration of our, of showing the hard work that we've put in. So we had played Northwestern on the Big Ten Network on, on Monday night. And um, while we were out there, they were during the game, they were having somebody run through the stands and, and squirt sanitizer into people's hands. They capped the, um, it was sold out. We played in their indoor facility and it capped out at a thousand people. So they were really trying to limit the numbers that were in the indoor facility that we were playing in that was brand new. So we, we, we finished the game on Monday night. We were unsure whether we were going to get that in. We won, um, I think it was 20 to 18 or something like that. But anyway, we flew home Tuesday, we had off Wednesday and on Thursday was spring break. So we had planned for an 11 o'clock film session because we were playing Notre Dame the following weekend. Uh, and it happened to be one verse two in the country. And we, I had texted the team and said, listen, we're not gonna do film. I'll see you on the field at 1130. As we were in a staff meeting that Ivy's had canceled all competitions in the spring already. That day, the Patriot League came. Uh, we got a, something on social media said the Patriot League had now canceled all of their, um, you know, uh, all of their participation in the spring competitions. And then on Wednesday night, I know everybody can remember when the NBA came came around and said uh, they had had some athletes test positive for COVID nineteen and that they were postponing their season. And so that Wednesday night was pretty. We we're pretty worried. And so going into practice on Thursday, I walked onto the field and my team that's normally out, you know, out moving around, working on something, we're all huddled by the benches. And I walked up to them, I said, What's going on? And they're like, Well, we're really worried about our season. I'm like, How are you guys? They're, they were very upset. They were very worried um, that things were going to be canceled for the rest of the year. And and sure enough, we we had a great practice in the sense that we just did all of our favorite things. We didn't even worry that we had a game, you know, we were supposed to have a game on that Sunday. Uh, we did all of our favorite drills, all of our favorite games. And then we met as a team at five o'clock uh, later that afternoon, just to reconvene. And, and in the time of ending practice to meeting at five, we found out that the NCAA had canceled um, both the winter and spring sport championships. And so at that point, um, it was it was starting to be very clear that we would not be playing um, this season. Tell us about that five o'clock meeting, Jenny. What was that like? Well, I we had originally, um, the men's lacrosse was 
because um, we were on spring break and everybody, everybody had been asked to go take an extra week of spring break at that point. And so uh, Coach Brashy, the men's lacrosse coach, and myself had talked earlier that day after practice. And I said, what are you going to do with your guys? Are you going to tell them to go home? Are you going to keep, keep them on campus? So this is the conversation we had at three. He said, well, I'm meeting with my team at four and I'm going to advise them to stay here. And that way we, you know, people can train and we've all been together anyway, so we can keep them um, in a, you know, in a safe space here. And I said, all right, well, he met at four and while he was meeting the NCA canceled. So I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, Joe doesn't even know that they've canceled. So we go into the five o'clock meeting and unfortunately, the NCA at the time put it out on social media that they were canceling the, the spring championships, which was really unfortunate uh, because a lot of the team obviously knew prior to us walking into the, to the meeting at five o'clock. I walked in with Rick Steinbacher, my direct administrator um, report, and also Dwight Hollier. And I actually, I, I couldn't talk. I was so emotional for, for them. Um, and for us, and it's just a really sad time. And there's a lot of unknowns and uncertainty, which that fear creates a lot of stories in people's minds. And so Rick did the majority of speaking. He said, Jenny, do you want to speak? I'm like, I, I don't have anything to say. I, I don't know. The pain that we're all feeling right now, um, you know, it is real and it's sad and it's a moment of time that we'll never forget. And so there was a lot of sadness in the locker room. Any specific reactions you recall? Um, it's an interesting question. I think the seniors specifically because, um, you know, it's their last chance to, to win a national championship, their last go around in the journey with our team. Um, you know, they wanted to know their, everyone's first question is, well, will we have an opportunity to redo this year? Will we have an opportunity to come back? Because in women's lacrosse, there's no – we have a semi-professional league that just started that's you know struggling to stay afloat. It's a great league. It just hasn't gotten um, its bearings yet. And then we're not an Olympic sport. So for a lot of my athletes who've worked really hard for a really long time from middle school to high school, and then obviously through college, this is their last opportunity to play competitive lacrosse. So it's not just as simple as just saying, well, you know, sorry, you didn't get to finish your year. Good luck with your life. I think um, there's been so much invested for them that the emotions in the room were more directed towards the, the seniors and what they were losing at that moment. And that would go from the coaches all the way through to the freshmen. Just everyone felt just sorrow. And, um, and also, there, you know, interesting, we had one fifth year who was coming back because she had had a redshirt year. And we had a six-year player uh, who played – she had played at Cornell, graduated, was getting her master's at Carolina. And after last year, um, she had an extra year of eligibility because she had been injured twice at Cornell. And she wasn't sure if she was going to take it. And specifically at that moment, you know, she last summer called me and said, I think I want to take my sixth year. I'll always regret if I don't come back. And now here she is, you know, the season getting dumped right in the middle. And, and she said, you know, I wouldn't have traded my decision that last summer to come back for a six year of playing collegiate lacrosse. Um, even knowing what I know now, I, I definitely wouldn't have uh, made a different decision, which I thought was pretty cool. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. 
You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking with Jenny Levy, head coach of Carolina's women's lacrosse team, about uh, the suspension or the uh, cancellation of the spring sports season. So, Jenny, now the NC2A has ruled these players will get another year. Great news, but there's a lot of details to work out, specifically what's going to happen with the scholarships. What have you heard along those lines? Well, there's a big uh, ruling on Monday where the NCAA came back and said that they would allow eligibility not just for seniors, but the underclassmen. Uh, they also said that um, the, financial, the financial piece would be left to the conferences and the individual institutions. And so, you know, I, I, it, it's a very complicated question because of the current situation in with the economy um, worldwide and then also obviously the cancellation of the men's basketball tournament lost a lot of money for all of the member institutions um, in the NCAA and then and then obviously the big question is will college football happen and so the it's not as simple for presidents and for ADs just to say, oh yeah, well, we're just going to pay that extra year because when we sign our student athletes, and I'm a huge advocate for the student athlete, I always want to help our guys out because they are going to go professional in something other than lacrosse. And so, um, you know, I always want to, you know, promote their opportunities. But in this situation, I think there's a lot of concern about the ability to afford, to afford things. And when they sign you know, to come to North Carolina, what we're promising them is a great education, first and foremost, and the opportunity to get a degree from the University of North Carolina, and then obviously have a great four-year experience playing a sport that they love. And so for our seniors, you know, a lot of them have had that opportunity. Um, but I know for my guys specifically, um, some of them are graduating and going on with the jobs that they had planned to take. I have a few of them that have an extra year left because they were injured at some point during their career. And then I have um, three starters or four starters who have indicated that they want to come back. And, um, you know, I, I, they just want the option to have the eligibility and also, you know, try to figure out to the best of our ability what the financial piece looks like. But I think it's very complicated. You can't, you know, I, my opinions can't exist just for my team in the silo. I have to be aware of, you know, what the bigger picture is and what the struggles are that, that Bubba, our AD, is looking at, and then also, you know, nationally and, and what's going on. I want to get back to the financial piece in just a second, but, uh, but first, let's say you have those four seniors who come back. You're going to have probably four first years come in, how do you deal, not even financially, but just management-wise, with a bigger squad than you're used to? Yeah, that's a, you know, we, I've been thinking a lot about that. We have 30, we normally carry a roster of 35 girls or women, young women, um, which is a huge challenge to manage a lot of high-achieving, driven, opinionated, bold, tough women. It's it's. I love it. That's why I do what I do. Um, and so to manage a bigger squad, um, I, I think you just have to be more creative. Um, 
you know, we will, like we always do, we're always going to play our best players. Um, we will be able to train our best guys. Um, it is not uncommon for us to redshirt players for a lot of different reasons, um, mainly for injury. Um, but we also have players who redshirt um, because they want more time to develop. So I, I think we can be creative. Uh, it's not a black or white um, decision. And um, I would, I would, open, I'd welcome that opportunity to, to have our four players back and our freshman group. Um, I think if anything, it gives my incoming freshmen a chance to work with some of our most talented, not only players, but student athletes who have managed, like Katie Hogue, our, our senior captain who just broke our points record in our program. She's Phi Beta Kappa. She, she's got a 3.89 GPA. Um, and yet she also gets it done on the field. She wants to be a dentist. She's headed to dental school another two years. And so what a great opportunity for our freshmen to come in and learn from someone who's figured it out on, in all areas. So I see it as a positive, not as a negative. Sports Focus will return. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about what's going to happen with spring sports at Carolina and throughout the country uh, in the coming year because the current seasons have been canceled. Uh, Jenny, the NC2A is going to leave it up, as you said, to the conferences, to the individual uh, schools, and then I guess to the coaches because hypothetically, I don't think this is your situation, but hypothetically, let's say that you have a senior who isn't a starter uh, and, and you have a set amount of scholarship money you're going to be able to use and you have to tell that senior, sorry, can you imagine a coach having to go through that? Well, I think it, that's a difficult conversation, but we have those all the time. I think when you look at student athletes, not just in lacrosse, but across the board, one thing that they're learning through their four-year experience as a student athlete, they're getting honest feedback. They're, sometimes they're, they're getting information that they don't want to hear. They also have earned and gained a lot of experience with you know, positive and negative reinforcement, succeeding, failing. I think that's what makes them special when they graduate from college is, is what they learn as athletes. And so having hard conversations is part of what we do. Um, and I think that, you know, in the book, Good to Great, they talk about being ruthless. Well, is it ruthless to string somebody along and encourage them to spend their own resources if they have it? Or is it ruthless to say, hey, if you want to be here, you can join us for another year, but I can't afford to pay you. Um, but that, that's a little bit of the real world, too. So another opportunity to teach um, and to have people go through things that are real life. And that's real life, unfortunately. All right. I, I want to ask you about, if you could, compare this end of the season to an athlete having an ACL tear or something like that. Here it's collective ACL tear. But what, what do you think is the difference in the minds of the student athletes? Uh, that's a great question. You know, when you, when you go out with an injury, um, you know, the, the road in front of you is hard. 
it takes a lot of uh, self-discovery and self-discipline and hard work to get back. Uh, but, uh, but I think at the end of the day, once that happens immediately, a lot of our athletes go to, all right, I'm going to, do I get an extra year? So it depends on what time of the year they, they go out. It's not an immediate decision that they need to make, whether they want to take a fifth year or not with an injury. Um, you know, with our seniors this year, it's, it's a pretty quick turnaround. I think our underclassmen um, who by the new NCAA rule that they just put in on Monday is that they are allowing the underclassmen to get an extra year of eligibility as well. Those guys have a little bit more time to talk about it and think about it and, and navigate their academic piece of it. Um, so it's similar, but it's different because they're healthy right now. And so it makes them feel like, well, I'm healthy and I'm fit and I'm focused and why aren't I out on the field? I think that's probably, it's more of a performance difference than it is necessarily an emotional difference because in both situations, um, the game has been taken away from them. Okay. So your squad, your current squad, and even your, your incoming players are, I would assume on pins and needles because even though, Hey, we have the extra year, what does that mean? Uh, that that's not enough information yet upon which to base, well, uh, do I go to graduate school or do I go into some kind of post-baccalaureate program or will I have my scholarship? Will I have my full scholarship? All those things. So how are you helping them deal with the emotions of, of not knowing everything they need to know to make an informed decision? Well, that's very good of you <laughs> because the uncertainty right now has made it very difficult to lead. Um, because you really, people want black or white answers so they can start to get on with what direction they want to go in. And obviously there's, there's um, details for each individual student athlete that, that you have to go through. What, what's their major? Do they want a double major? Do they want to graduate and try to get a grad school like you mentioned? But it's right now where I am today is I don't know what the ACC and Carolina has decided. And so it's been very difficult for all of our coaches, I'm sure across the country, and I know at Carolina, to start to advise our student athletes on things. Um, so what my approach is, is that I'm trying to gather as much many options as I can. So I'm not going to make a decision for anybody. I'm going to lay out their options. Um, and, I've, and I've struggled to do that because um, – I'm still waiting on the ACC and Carolina. The NCA ruling this past Monday, people were waiting on um, the the ACC presidents and chancellors and ADs met yesterday and today. So we're still waiting on on what that final decision will be. Um, most immediate is the decision on our seniors, and that includes eligibility and financials. We've talked about not as urgent is the eligibility of our underclassmen. Um, the, my guess is that financially after this year, after next year, we would go right back to having to fit all of our, um, all of our scholarship into our cap, which for us is 12 scholarships. So that will be a little bit of a challenge, but um, right now I don't even know if our underclassmen will have the eligibility. I think that's still being discussed right now. That does it for this edition of Sports Focus. Thanks to our guest, Jenny Levy. 
Thanks also to producer Laura Field. And as always, thanks to you for listening. Cheers. Thanks to Richard Southall, Mark Nagel, and Deborah Southall at the College Sport Research Institute at the University of South Carolina for their research and guidance and for access to CSRI's international network of sources. Sports Focus is a service of UNC's Hussman School of Journalism and Media.